days, no days off. No days, no days, no days off. Gotta, gotta keep it going. Gotta, gotta keep it going. All right. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's Kayla got the 411. I'm here with Jay Cutter. Jay Cutter always asks people what's good with you. How you doing? Good, good. Now, I'm you just left great. the airport to come meet up with me, so I appreciate that for you. Now, what's the whole scene now, like at the um, airport? Because I'm thinking I got better. It, you don't think it got better? No, ain't no way. Like, really? I came in on Friday, and um, I usually like just park, like I park at ATOS, hop on mm -hmm. SkyTrain or whatnot. I get to the security, and there's like, they got the entrance to the check-in security, mm -hmm. and then there's a Popeyes right next to it. Oh, I know that Popeyes. <laughs> so, all the way back to the other end, to the other hallway, there's a line. Okay, now that happened to me like in 2020 when I was flying. But I felt like it got a little better. Nah, ain't no way. Now we're in Atlanta for people who don't know. Um, a lot of artists, they who've been on this show, they normally used to come to Atlanta. So you actually was working. You got to meet up with me. And I appreciate that. And you are Atlanta native, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah now well, looking well, back well, on well, past well, Atlanta well. artists, you know, I feel like we got a lot of legends. We got our own style here. You know, artists like Outkast, T.I., Lil John. Do you think the city has really helped influence your sound? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Like even the artists you mentioned, like Outkast, Criminal is my favorite album. I still got it on my phone. I, I like, uh, and it's crazy. Big Boy had posted it like a couple of days ago, maybe like a week or so ago. Mm -hmm. I had to like send the message, like, "Yo, this is like my favorite shit." So it's like yeah. whether you saw it or not, you know, I'm just letting you know that was like it. What you think about the elevation of Atlanta sound? Because I'm from Augusta, you know, it's like a few hours from Atlanta, but I feel like you know. We pretty much like neighbors, okay? Yeah. Now, I definitely think the music scene has changed a lot. Do you think it's changed in a good way or we could do uh, better? It's like a evolution or evolving. I feel like we are doing better. Because mm -hmm. like early 2000s, you know, we had the snap music and stuff. Nothing was wrong with it, yeah. but it was like, you know, it was like a fad, you know? So mm -hmm. it was like that happened. But I feel like now artists that are coming out, they're making music where you can 10 years from now it's like it like gives you like a a viewpoint like man i can i can think of exactly what i was doing back then mm. listening to you that. think current music is doing that yeah oh yeah really yeah like, current music and then it's like who are you who are you listening to okay you mean like okay current artists is in atlanta now we got little baby we got young thug and gun currently they they on a little break right yeah. now <laughs> They coming out. Oh, you know, out. can we say Gucci Man? I mean, you know, yeah. Gucci Man. Oh yeah, one hundred. I still got Gucci Man old mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like. So you mean them artists, or you mean yeah, like? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about them. Okay, uh, that's who I listen to anyway. Okay, you know, same, yeah, same as you. well. Now, what part of Atlanta did you actually uh, grow up in? Because sometimes your lyrics can sometimes be reflected where you grew up in your environment. So, what part of Atlanta did you grow up in, and do you think that? It kind of helped shape your lyrics and made you who you are. Yeah, so East Atlanta. So East Atlanta mm -hmm. and Decatur, that's where I'm from. Decatur is Breda. Shoot, my dad still got an uh, office out there, right off of, um, it's out there, coming yeah. to Road. Yeah, don't tell right. anybody, you crazy. Right. You know, but yeah, so, you know, be out there. I've seen a lot out there, done a lot, have friends in and out of jail, parole, all this mm -hmm. extra stuff, you know. I managed, you know, nothing but God managed to stay clean. Get you out, right? <laughs> but, yes. you know, 
a lot goes on out there. And how did you come up with the name Jay Cutter? Is that like short for your first name or something? Nah, so this was like something back in high school. Like I used to have braids and a fro. So like as soon as I cut my hair, it was like- Oh, you was, went through that phase? Yeah, it was like, it was kind of like a switch or something. Cause like girls started checking me out. When you yeah. cut your hair? Yes. See, I be trying to tell some of these men, they be 40 years old, won't let them braids go. Let them go. Let them go. But yeah, it was like a it was like a 360. So our friends would like uh, joke about it because they used to call me a uh, carpet head, and then when I cut my hair, <laughs> they started calling me Cutter. They can see they can see the difference. So they gave like, you the name. Cutter. It was like Young Cutter, Young Cutter. That's my boy, Young Cutter. You know. And then I was like, let me drop this young. So I put the J in front of it. You know, and Jack is J for your first name, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. catchy. It's the yeah. fact that you remember that. Because when people ask me how I got my brand name, Kelly got the form, I have no idea. And that's sad. <laughs> that's really unfortunate. Hey. See, when you give your speeches and your brand because I believe in manifestation, your brand speeches, you know exactly where you got your name from. And that's oh, really I important. Now, you've been in this industry for a very long time. As I did your research, I mean, I went back to videos from like 10 years. Oh, for real? Yep. Yeah, because, you know, of course, I had to you know, do my research on you. So, how has it been like navigating through this industry all these years? And what are some challenges that you have faced? Uh, challenges, I would say just... Uh, I would say just trying to get through the different changes of the music and still trying to mm. do your own music. That's one thing I try to make sure I still make what I want to make right. outside of, you know, you got these different areas of music, Same especially yeah, mm -hmm. of Atlanta. And I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do because I like, I like to make music. It's not like I'm making it so I'm like, this is all, uh, you know, I'm grinding, it's gonna- TikTok music, we in, yeah. that, we in that Getting scene, that we're making TikTok music, you gotta have a dance, a very, very difficult dance. Yeah. And um, seems like you just, you know, you do it. I think that's better. A lot of artists, I feel like you get your hit when you're just going to the studio, just having fun. Yeah. When you go in the studio trying to find a hit, that that just sounds yeah. stressful. Do you yeah. agree with me? Cause you're the artist. Yeah, 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 I agree with you 100%. And then it's, it's not as enjoyable. Cause at the end of the day, you know, um, when you start to turn it into work, you know, you still want to enjoy it. You don't mm. want to get up like, you know, some people that complain about nine to fives or whatnot. Right. You don't want to feel like that, getting up and exactly. going to do this thing that you supposedly love doing. Mm, okay, now what has been one of the benefits also? You know, we don't want to just focus on the challenges. Oh yeah, benefits, uh, just seeing the reaction of fans and like getting the responses. You know, I get a lot of random people never even seen for it, never even know from like even different countries like mm -hmm. that are hitting me up and like, hey, I love your music, I saw your video, right. your stuff is fire, keep going, keep grinding, you know, so seeing that. that is cool. They always say, um, you heard that saying strangers will support you more than people that actually know you. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely think that, especially from people from overseas, I think they are a little bit more different than us. So when they hear good music, they're not basing it off of how many followers you got or, you know, if you work with this artist, but they like a song, they like a song. They're going right. to tell somebody about yeah. it. Yeah, it's real. It's real. Now, also, for people who may not know who you are, like, what's one thing that you think makes you stand out from other artists? Uh, my sound, even my voice. You know, I've, I've heard a whole lot of random things, but it's like, that's the one thing I know for sure. When you hear me on the track, you hear my sound, you be like, mm -hmm. oh, that's him. So especially when I start getting bigger and bigger, so it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like a click. That's you know? really, really important. <laughs> you know, a lot of people probably, you know how you hear like a song, you be like, damn, I don't know if this is Uzi, I don't know 
with this Playboy? I feel like, do you think that that's kind of a disadvantage to a lot of artists? But your sound is natural. That's just who you are. You know, we have our own unique sound here. We, people say we got an accent. I don't, I don't yeah. hear people tell you that. Oh, what, natural? Did you have an accent? Nah, nah, I haven't heard that. They uh, they tell me I, I don't sound like I'm from here. Like, I'm like, how this from here is supposed to sound. Where did they say you from? Uh, up north. Like, I got family up north, so I... So you sound like you're like from the south with some sense. Okay, I appreciate you know, you, got, you got two different... <laughs> <laughs> you got two different type of styles from the south. Ones that you can tell, okay, you got some sense, you know. You probably had those type of parents, like, okay, say that word right. Don't do Yeah, it. shoot, my parents were immigrants, like... Mm, they, from where? Uh, my mom is from Haiti. Mm. And my dad is from Ghana. So, you know, um, that household was different. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, so you got one parent on you. <laughs> like, why? So, how does it, like, how do they um, accept you, like, doing music and stuff like that? Because I know, you know, a lot of Caribbean um, parents are really big on education and stuff like that. So, music is like, yeah. <laughs> music? So, I really? say, mamas are mamas. They don't care what you're doing. You know, they're right. going to support you. Like, my dad, it took a minute, but then, then he started, uh, you know, accepting the fact and then he started telling me what kind of music to make like hey you did a, you did a, uh, make music tell people to uh inspire them you know yes. tell them to, uh, go hard you know so it's like funny you know and you know what listen to your music though like it seems like you have listened because you have a lot of you know really motivated and encouraging music even though you talk your, you know you talk your ish too yeah i try to it, it I try but you don't to. have depressing music you know you nah, nah, y'all know I, that depressing music that's like okay yeah, and it's like, yeah, like, you know, like, you know, I just love Juice World recipe to him, but it's like, damn, make you be like, okay, now I'm in a bad mood, and I woke up in a good mood. So I definitely think your music is very uh, motivated. Plus, you're talking about, you know, things that you have been through as well, and I feel like you're a guy. I take you like money. Cause you yeah. a boss man, yeah. right? <laughs> so you do talk about money. Ain't no wrong with money. You gotta have money to pay bills. Yeah. Now consistency is very important in this industry. You know, everybody can't have their overnight success. We've seen it before. So, what advice would you give to artists who are just coming into this industry who may not want to wait? You know, ten years. They want it to happen overnight. Like, what advice would you give an artist like that? Uh, find a way to stand out in your own way, if mm -hmm. that makes sense, and um, network because. Literally, the person when people go to these network events or events with a big artist, and like you see somebody next to you that's on the same mission as you, mm -hmm. that's the person you need to be talking to, mm -hmm. you know, because you both are, especially if you both have the same ambition, the same grind, you guys can keep motivating each other, even if you, even if you guys don't fuck with each other's music like that, you can, you know, still mm -hmm. be rooting, you know. Is that easy to do, like support somebody when you think they suck? Uh. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. You know, cause but, you know, it's like you be like, you know, keep it up, keep it up, but yeah. you're like in the back of your mind, you're like, dang. Yeah, but I, like for me, I'm like, as much music is coming out, I'm not gonna like everything that every mm -hmm. artist puts out. So I feel like it's just you're gonna be able to find your audience or something. Yeah. So I can't be like, oh, it's it should suck. You know, I ain't go I, even right. if I don't look like it or listen to it, somebody else will. And how do you take even criticism too? Because you know. um I know people ask me that question you know, on YouTube. People don't like what I say. The first thing they want to do is insult me, insult my looks. Oh. <laughs> so how, I'm pretty sure as an artist, you upload music and people may not like it. Or, you know, how do you handle that? Or have you got past that? Uh, I've gotten past that, but I feel like before, like I'm, I'm like highly critical on myself. 
sometimes. So it's like some music I'd be hesitating to put out, and then mm. I had to put myself in the mode to just put it out, just put it out, you know, mm -hmm. and just move on to the next. Not not necessarily forget that song, but right. like keep working the thing and keep working. Like you mentioned, Young Thug, and that was like something. Like he said, he was like when he was first coming, he just stayed in the studio and just kept working, kept working. Mm -hmm. So it's like with his catalog, it's like even if you don't like his earlier stuff, it's like something in there that you mm -hmm. like. So like seeing what people don't like or like people leaving random comments, that doesn't bother me. It's like um, I look at like the numbers and stuff and you can tell. They like, tune in. Yeah, yeah, like if they really mess with your song they gonna keep listening to it and I'm like alright maybe I was like alright maybe they didn't like it too much or maybe I gotta hit them over the head with wow. with the song a little bit more and then you know just trying to keep working and that's a good point this is not a question that I planned on also too like um, you know those particular songs that tend to take off like years later right I think it happened to um, Glorilla right mm -hmm. so how do you know it's time to give up on a song like okay this just ain't the one. Do you even give up on songs or do you feel like I gotta keep pushing it? Uh, I say two years. And then mm. that's just, that's just a number. I, I mean, a number I go by. But mm. then it's like, what are you doing with that song within yeah. that time span to be like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill out. Like you tried all avenues. Right, okay. yeah. Cause like, even though I'm like constantly making new music, um, this one track Matumbo that I put out earlier this year and I got the video on YouTube like it's still running up you know still doing numbers mm -hmm. and I haven't personally done much to that song but I'm like okay people really feel that song they they mm. like it and then like um for it's like TikTok they were doing something with it like when I first put it out they were you know doing stuff with it like someone someone's song went viral someone's video went viral with that song and they got like seven million views wow. on the thing it was like crazy it's so. amazing how word of mouth travels sometimes like i feel like these days you artists don't really have to need a lot of backing because all it takes is one person to like it because i know yeah. once i like it i want to find out who it is right and that's normally the chain like we are responsible for who we make it now we're not leaving it in the hands of the record labels yeah like the rate yeah like, you know, before the end. And internet, radio. Yeah, before the end. You like know, radio, radio gonna play the same song over and over and over again. <laughs> Not even give anybody a chance to get those three minutes in there. That's the thing that I, I hate about um, radio, and that's why I love this segment. Because it's giving me an opportunity to let people who don't know about you all's music to maybe discover your music. And if they like it, you know, they'll go check it out, tell a friend. That's normally how music rolls. Now, we're gonna have a little fun. I'm gonna get to know you a little better, okay? I'm gonna ask you okay. some questions. All right, they're real chill and cool. Did you take a look at what I sent you? I ain't, I ain't get a chance. That makes it even better. That makes it even better. Okay, so yep, first, we're going to be basing this off of your most recent song, No Days Off. So during your days off, people can find you doing what? Spending time with my kids. Yes. How many kids do you have? I got two. My daughter's the oldest, and then I got a son. He's in baseball. So... Oh, you made the games yelling? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be trying to make them games. You know, he four, so he playing with six-year-olds and stuff. Oh. So, you know, it's it's crazy. He the littlest one. Oh, like, that's amazing. I know you be out there cheering, so happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next, what has Atlanta taught you that no other center, no other city could? Uh, You can see any and everything. Like, on, on day, <laughs> no, no like, days notice. No, seriously. It's amazing how this city where you can be in like the nice like area, then you turn and boom, now you in the hood, now a crackhead baby on your door. 
It, like, it really is the city oh, of. <laughs> you gonna see everything. Out and you can't. You gotta come down here and just. You can't explain it to anybody. You just gotta come down here and be able to see it for themselves. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a great one. Pin or freestyle. Uh, I do a little both. So like hmm. right now, I've been doing uh some lives. It'd be late at night. I don't know. Whoever be up, be up, mm -hmm. be checking it out. So like producers send me beats, they email me beats. So I just decided I'm gonna go on live and I'm gonna listen to them and show my oh, audience so what, I'm, what I'm doing. So it's like you check in, you know, so check in. I'll be like, listen to B. I'll like, but I mess with it. I was like, you know what? Because you sent me that B, I'm gonna just do something right then and there. So. Wow, that's really dope. Cause you know, I've had a lot of producers on this show as well. And um, one of their biggest thing is like getting their music to artists that actually want to listen. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, some artists they got they set producers. So you know, we gonna take a little break because I'm, I'm curious now. Like, do you have a set producer or are you open to everybody? Open to everybody. I do have a few that I really like mess with, but I'm always listening to every other every mm. producer's beat because you never know it. Someone could have something that you've never heard mm -hmm. and that you really been looking for. You didn't even know you were looking for it. Mm -hmm. That sound. That you know? sound. Because you know sometimes you hear a song and that beat comes in you're like, dang, this is fine. Yeah. And that makes people want to continue to listen. So I like the fact that you said it. Now what is your biggest L you ever had and your biggest W you ever had? Biggest L I ever had. I would say, I, I guess I would make this a uh, general with as far as music, like mm -hmm. just procrastinating. I feel like <laughs> as far as like how I used to release music, I would be sitting on songs for months on months because I'll, I'll listen to it like a thousand times before right. I'd be like, all right, let me, let me go ahead and see, <laughs> see what they're feeling. And you know, I feel like that those were like missed opportunities because I'm like, if I put yeah. that out, yeah, mm -hmm. I could be, you know, getting something else out. But um, And what's your biggest win you ever had? Uh, win? Um, let's see. I would say I put out a track called Drip Win off of this EP I did like two years, right? It was like literally right before uh pandemic. Mm -hmm. So um uh curator picked it up and they worked for HBO, so they threw it on the ballers uh playlist. So that ran that song up like instantly. Wow. So I went from, yeah, I was, yeah, that that's song, amazing. yeah, and I'm like, I didn't even like, it's crazy because it happened like within that same month and that was like the first time something like that happened where I'm like, I put a song out, I'm like, okay, I'm like looking out. Be a little shocked like, dang, yeah. they can't want to know where it is. Yeah. But so. well, all that hard work is paying off though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You never know who's watching and who's listening. That's the great part about that. Now last, finish the sentence, money can't buy you. <laughs> <laughs> everything. <laughs> money money can't buy you. Everything. Money can't buy you everything? Like nah. what? Uh peace of mind. That's true. That's true. There's like, so many I'm people good. with money now and they seem like they are losing it. Yeah. Happiness. Cause you can you can tell, like looking on social media, like with um just different I'm not gonna say your names, but just mm -hmm. look on you can look scroll down the shade room, like just because you have money doesn't change the type of problems you're going to get. Or oh, the type of person you are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just be having money and just insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, you know. Yeah. That's why it, it's so scary sometimes. We were talking about earlier, um, I mentioned uh, overnight success. Sometimes people are not even ready for it. Yeah. You know, and then they get it. 
but they still battling demons and they get money mm -hmm. and those demons. So it's like winning the lottery. It's mm -hmm. like you really want to win all this money, right? <laughs> all these, all these crazy lottery stories, right? Shit, they like got worse. So I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. you know. So. And next, I see you are a family man. Like you make sure you have kids. Like, how is it being a husband and father, but also a hip hop artist? Like, how do you even balance the both? You are a man, right? Yeah. Okay, so I did my research with him now. Because <laughs> I think I asked another guy on this show. He was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that ended. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I uh, discipline yourself and keeping mm -hmm. a schedule. Like, scheduling, that's the biggest thing. Even though you have kids, you know, some parents may feel like you can't be on a schedule with kids, but, you know, you can you can get them on a schedule on a routine sure and they'll, they'll be right on it. Cause sometimes my kids be asking me, oh, are we supposed to be doing this right now? I'm like, you're right. <laughs> right. Let's, let's go ahead and handle So you that. keep a balance, you make sure, you know, you get your music done. Do you have a studio at home or do you have to go to the studio? Uh, both. And like, um. That's good. Yeah, both. So what my process is like, even I'll be mentioning this on my live, so. So also with you being a married man, I've heard a lot of rappers say that it's hard to you know, um, ignore temptation. <laughs> now, have you had that issue and how do you stay focused and stuff like that? Uh, this is Atlanta. It's a lot it, of um, thirsty people out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, me being disciplined, you know, it's just, uh, I feel like it's easy for me because, right. you know, I got a good woman, you know, she definitely is. Uh, and you're a supportive. good person too because yeah. I feel like a lot of. People, you know, these rappers have a lot of good women, but they are terrible people. Yeah. So, <laughs> and terrible people do terrible things, right? Yeah. And even looking at your page, you know, it seems like you're a really family man. Like, you have people around you that support you. And it seems like that's the reason why you probably have been able to make it this long in the industry. You have something to come home to. Yeah. It, it does that help, you know? Yeah, it does help. It helps. Like, seeing your family, it helps. Because... And at the same time, you wanna you wanna get your dream out there because it's like a you know go for your dream because you know when you got your kids like you are a big influence on your kids like it was mm -hmm. one thing um, you just remind me of like uh, my daughter she's six and like she sees me going in going hard with the music stuff so she had told uh, told us the other day she wanted to be a rapper because, oh. because of me. Oh. I was like, I was like, that's crazy, you know. So that's more pressure applied, right? And you know, in these days, you know, remember like years ago, like you say something, you'd be like, "What are the odds for you know?" But these days, like she really could. Yeah. Look mm -hmm. at all these young rappers; they started when they young. Sure, I'm gonna put her. And she'll be like, "My, my daddy, you know, my daddy's Jay Cutter, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I learned from him and stuff like that." Was she serious? Is she writing? Like she serious taking these serious? Like uh, she's six now. She's six. Yeah, it's funny. I I played some music with her before. She like trying to get her freestyle. Uh, yeah, you, got, you, you had her on the song yet? Nah, 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 oh, nah. Put her on the song. She really gonna lose her mind. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She, she might get nominated for a Grammy. Hey. Yep. yep yeah, that's possible. amazing. Having kids that actually look up to you as well. Cause I actually have a, a daughter as well, and. You know, she definitely watches my show. She went to school and told the kids that I got a show. I'm like, girl, don't, don't tell. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> up, though. Don't tell, because some of them shows, teachers don't need to be watching, uh-uh, because I get a little blunt. So yeah. I think that's really amazing. But you're also an entrepreneur as well. So how important yes. is it for you as an artist to have different streams of income coming well, not just focusing on the music? Because 
you know, it takes sometimes a while for music to so, generate money. Yeah, it does. I say just um, just being out here, I feel like you need more streams of income. Like even looking at COVID, you know, oh like gosh, yeah. you only got one job that that really will take you out. Mm -hmm. So I feel like just trying to build this generational wealth thing, mm -hmm. you know, and like, you know, I read a lot of stuff. So it's like looking at that, it's like those are one of the things that you have to do. You got to have different streams of income. You got to have you got to have more than just the job, like even shit, even living in Atlanta, mm -hmm. you know, right. the way the way it written all this. And stuff what would that. you suggest either? Because I know a lot of people are kind of pro nine to five. But I feel like as an artist, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you got your ass got to go to McDonald's, you know, and pay for that studio time. You got to do what you got to do. That's if you take it serious. Yeah, I'll say um, figure out figure out ways to save your money first, mm -hmm. and then. Um, Figure out what you like and what you can do as a side hustler. My always be calling me like the ultimate hustler because you know you say I'm an entrepreneur. I got I got storefronts. I got real estate. You know yeah. I got got businesses. It's it's I'm just trying to build something to where it's sustainable. Even if I'm not here, mm -hmm. you know when you got a family and stuff, it's like so much other stuff you've been mm -hmm. thinking about. Life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people don't really understand what it is. It's like, you know, you got to get life insurance. That's like, you know, you really are adulting, you know? Yep. And these policies ain't, well, they cheap when you're young. Yo, ain't cheap now. They eat yeah. your pockets every month. And you're like, man, where's that? Where's that? Especially you got multiple kids. Thank God I only got one, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah. But still, I think those are really, really important too. And, you know, there are ways, right, to make money, right? You don't need a lot of money to do all types of things, right? Right. So for artists who don't have, like, much money, you know, like maybe they're making $100 off their streams, like, how would they go about Like, What would you suggest? What did you do to start your first business? What was the first business that you got uh, while you were doing music? The first business that I got? Mm -hmm. um, marketing. So... Mm. But it was like it was like a different type of marketing. It was it's experiential marketing. That's what I was doing. So I opened up a a business doing that, and I like I got other businesses that contract me out to work for them. Like even if it's something small, and like if it's something else that you like other than music that you feel like you can generate mm -hmm. from that, or something that you feel like you can do on the side, because I've done online businesses too. That's something you can start up mm -hmm. real quick and outsource. Outsource the products you don't want, you know, drop shipping, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that way you don't have to take much out of your pocket. But right. like um, just being an artist, figuring out other ways to get that exposure other than doing what everybody else is doing. Because, mm. you know, you get, you know, it's, you know, you get dropped in this bucket, you know, right. with everybody, with the other crabs when you start mm -hmm. doing the same thing, everybody else. So figure out ways to stand out for the most part. And are you still independent? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, is that your goal to stay independent, or do you have hopes of getting signed? Uh, all of the above. It's like uh, whatever. I'm looking for the best opportunity that is for me right. at that time and moment. Mm -hmm. So like, if if opportunity presents itself, I'm like, that sounds like that'll work for me at that very moment. Mm -hmm. Then we can we can run it. We can get Great. It sounds like it works for you too. I feel like it's two different type of deals. Ones that's quick, I need money now, and ones that's gonna benefit your future. Right, yeah, yeah, because mm -hmm. I'm be, I'm, I've been doing it this long, I'm gonna keep doing it. So <laughs> right. it's like, it's like trying to run up real quick. I'm trying to 
get super fans, you know. That's what right. I want. I want fans that support you, don't matter where you at or where mm -hmm. you going. You that's know? really, really important too because you see a lot of these artists there, right? They can leave their label today, but they have fan base that's gonna keep streaming. They're gonna come out to these shows, and that's really, really important. So, what can we expect from you from the rest of the year? Now, you all, we actually found out we got the same birthday. Yep. Now, I had somebody else on this show <laughs> September twenty eighth. Now. And it seems like we both uh, procrastinate against each other when it's time to go to work, all right? Now, we are at the end of 2022. Now, what do you have, like, coming out? Have you made a decision on what you have coming out? Yeah, you still looking yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I've done so much better this year. I've been dropping uh, a lot of music. Too. Yeah, I was looking at you on Apple. Every, I was like, wow, you're really consistent. So, I'm going to keep it going. I got a song that I'm working on called Champagne Wishes. The engineer is still going back. We're going back and forth, you know. When you uh, uh, about what? Get that, get that sound right. You know, it's like mm. a certain sound on my ear. And he's sending me this. I'm like, not there yet. Not there yet. You know, sometimes it just takes a little bit longer. But that song is pure gold. I got, I did, um... I got a video on my Instagram that's playing some of the song when I was in the studio recording it. And then, like, you can just... As soon as you hear, you can just you just know it's something. Like, you just know. Yeah. As an artist, I feel like you all know. Do you feel like you know or other people know? I know I got it, but like what I had to remind myself is like I have I still gotta prove and show that prove it to everybody else that I do. Mm, do you have a solid team around you as well that you can go to and be like, you know, how does it sound? Oh yeah, 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 for okay. sure, sure. I got my people so I went to college with. I still be sending them stuff. We be calling ourselves the Skeeb Team because you know that's like a, <laughs> that's like a whole other story. Right. But, yeah, I'll be I'll be like, yo, check this out. You know, like that's why I knew Matumbo was something. That's why I like pushed hard for that because like I sent them. That's actually one of my favorite songs I heard. Oh, for real? oh yeah, yeah, I was thinking about pushing that when I promote it. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. appreciate it, appreciate it. yeah because I sent them that and like they was like, oh, this is it. This, mm -hmm. it, this is it. Like, I only, because I only send them songs like one time and they'll let me know. And that's how I wow. knew, because it was like, it was like a month or two later. They were still like, hey, where the song at? When you wow. put the song out? When you doing the video? I'm going to come to the video. Mm -hmm. You know, just all this. So, that's how I knew. Man, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so excited. My fellow Libra. How was that? Chill? Easy? Oh, yeah. That was awesome. You know, we're going we gonna to go out on our birthdays, take yes. some birthday shots, get yes. some balls. Now, the only up. thing issue with Libras is we got to figure out where the hell we going.